Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction. And free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Smashbox TV's podcast 458's After Show! Almost. That's pretty good. I'll be all right. I'll be all right. <laughs> Here we are. It's the after show. If you're unfamiliar with an after show, well, you're better off. Uh, this is no. where we'll talk about anything that may be golf or non-disc golf related. It, we also very much heavily rely on our YouTube chat board. If you have other things that you'd like to discuss, again, golf or non-golf related, throw them in the YouTube chat and we will riff off of that. Does anybody say riff? Everyone says it, Terry. It's a funny thing today. There's a big uproar on Twitch mm. about they came out with new terms of service. Okay. US? Yep. That basically said you can't have uh, any burned in commercials. You can't have your, I think they limit your logo to like no more than 3% the size of the screen. Okay. You can't have uh, ad reads on Twitch. And you can't simulcast if you're a partner. Obviously, they can't do anything if you're not a partner. But technically, we're a partner. And we are simulcasting. We are. We are, yeah. We get, if someone makes a donation on Twitch, we can accept it. We can take subscriptions. That all that makes us a partner? That's You have to have you have to have had like so many streaming minutes with so many subs at some time. We got it a long time ago, and mm. just nobody checks it. But there was a huge uproar today because they did this. And they're more or less saying, hey, you're cutting... You're cutting our profits off at the knees. If we can't simulcast and we can't run ads in our own feed because they only want their ads on, clearly, mm-hmm. you can't have, you know, obviously what we call burnt in ads. You can't just play an ad or a commercial. And D- I think Dust on the board, who is probably out there, he knows a little bit more. But all I kept thinking was, do you remember a couple years ago when everybody, and even recently some people, were yelling and screaming the pro tour had to get off of whatever uh, streaming platform they are, and they should just be on Twitch and do a sub and mm. YouTube subs. And all I kept thinking is that would backfire right now. That, that would, would be, that would be a huge backfire. You want to be in control of your platform for just for the terms of service stuff. 
Um, of course, Twitch later today, after there was a huge outroar, came back and said, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Maybe we misworded this a little bit. Um, <laughs> we're going to readdress this, and we'll get back to you with the new wording. Because it clearly didn't come off the way we wanted it to. Where Because mm. a lot of people were saying this would be the end of Twitch for a lot of paid people. And it was just, uh, it was really funny today uh, watching some of the streamer community as I'm just <sighs> peripheral on them. So... Mm. It, it was kind of funny and i just equated it to the dgpt immediately and i was think i was thinking like yeah imagine if everyone knows youtube has the best video player in the market it just they have to they're google they have billions of minutes of video watched every day probably and people that are screaming like you should just use youtube's service and make it a subscription because you can do the join and stuff like that and youtube takes 30 percent of the of whatever subscriptions and super chats but then you're like limited to YouTube's terms of service. So if they decide they're going to change something, boom, you're stuck. You don't have a choice. You don't have any say in that. And I just sat back and chuckled and thought, you know, people may not like Vimeo and the player, but we have the Pro Tour has their own more or less white, it's called a white box. It's a streaming platform that they, ha- they are in control of. Vimeo doesn't really have any public terms of service because they don't sell ads. They don't do anything. They're just a host. Um, and I know the Pro Tour is looking at other options. I don't know where that stands. I haven't talked to anyone in a couple months about it. But I'll be curious to see where, where this goes because a lot of people obviously still hate the Vimeo viewer, which I don't blame them. It kind of is kind of cruddy. And then there's a lot of complaints about it. But the other thing I'll say, whatever we go to, as a community and industry, it's probably going to be a rough transition. So be prepared. That first couple months of whenever the Pro Tour decides, whether it's this year, next year, I don't know the plan. I know their contract is up at the end of the year. I think that was the that was as much as anyone knows, and they're looking at other options. Don't expect the world. Don't expect to uh, to step into first event next year and be like here we go everything's going to be perfect i just think you're going to hear people complain like oh you didn't build a streamer for my apple watch i used to always watch it on my apple watch and now i can't mm-hmm. um there'll be platforms or like samsung or or tenzin or whatever it is that's out there that may not exist or may not be ready or the content but I've got an original Fire Stick. Can I play on that? <laughs> yeah. My ten-year-old Chromecast, which was just discontinued. How come I can't still play it on there? Yeah, I, you know, I just I, and it's not my job to temper expectations for what the new platform will be when it's here, whenever that is. Just think. I just hope that people realize that it could be a bumpy transition. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then along those lines, I, I think one of, is it, I think it's probably fair to say that the number one, uh, well, maybe these are interchangeable. The number one and two, uh, wishes that people had were a, that, uh, it had a DVR like function so yeah. that you could pause, pause rewind. rewind and all that stuff during the initial live broadcast. I think that's it. And then B as another function of it. Uh, would be that it has its own chat yeah, feature. Yeah, I would, I would and, say those. And I know, yeah, I feel like those are the two things that you see or hear most often or the loudest. And I, and if there's other issues, I don't even 
know what they are. Now, to be fair, I am not like you guys. I do not watch anything on because DGN you're on site. because I'm literally on site and or. But those are from what I've gathered. Those are what appear to be the the two biggest concerns. And I can certainly understand uh, both of which. Uh, someone posted a little earlier saying they are uh, happy that the YouTube hosted. I don't know if it was all of day two or just part of day two there. But that came about. Excuse me. That came about as a challenge that was had in the back control room. Vimeo. With Vimeo, I guess. Vimeo uh, that came as a challenge. And so the 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 safety bailout was, hey, we're going to also put this out there on YouTube. So a lot of people essentially got to watch the second. Was it the entire second day or was it just FBO? I think it was. I'm Did fairly FBO certain it was the it? entire second day. They, okay. they usually wouldn't break that up. It was Okay. I so the entire second yeah. day... Uh, Maybe somebody can. Yeah, Tim tell. says. Tim says it was MPO. As okay, well. so it was the entire. Oh, second. just FPO. Oh. No, Tim says it was MPO too. Well, Spock says it was just FPO. So those two need to fight. Oh, it's a fight to the death. It's Spock versus Tim. I, I mean, we could probably just go look as well. And Spock says he must have forgotten. <laughs> he gave <laughs> okay. up easy. You rolled over. Damn it, Spock! You rolled All over. Right. And showed uh, your belly. <laughs> well, Robert is the official tiebreaker. Robert says it was both. Well, it makes sense because. It, if they did one, they would have just done the whole day. Yeah, it just so. that's the way the pro tour would have worked, knowing everyone involved. So yes, that was bonus, free live bonus. However you want to look at it, I guess there were some. It was not intentional with Vimeo, and Vimeo realized that there was they were having an issue, or that there was an okay. issue of some sort wherever it came from. And so the pro tour, thankfully, has this backup option that just says, "Cool, we'll just give it away for free this week or this or today." We want to make sure our, everybody's happy, and I think they do a really good job at that. Uh, Ray asked, Terry, would you watch full rounds on DGN if you weren't an employee? Short answers, probably. Uh, but maybe the longer answer or and or question follow-up would be, what, what's my role? Uh, if you, do, do, I, do I work in the disc golf industry? Do I do something uh, else? Um, I'm assuming I'm going to want to be consuming it, and I'm assuming I would be watching it. I'll just make up a, a title and say I work for Company X as a media relations player, sponsorship coordinator person. I don't know. I'll just make up a thing. I'm probably still watching all of Disc Golf, and then I would then be watching the the rounds. You yes. probably can. You probably I would consume not it like probably I would. go watch post production too often. Yeah, I was going to say, but you- again, it depends. If I'm getting paid and I'm in the Disc Golf industry mm-hmm. and being paid and part of my job or role or function is to know what's going on in disc golf. So assuming I'm not getting yelled at uh, by someone to for watching disc golf, yeah, then I would consume probably every live round, I would assume. Well, you'd probably do it like I do. You would be doing something else and you'd have it on in the background. Yeah. And then during interesting times or towards end of rounds, you would sit down and watch. And if there was a big story, you'd hear about it probably on Twitter or Reddit and kind of maybe go back and watch what happened, but that's how I consumed FPO this weekend. I was working MPO, and so in between, I would just put on FPO. I'd sit and watch a little bit. I'd get up and do something around the house, maybe work on outside, come back in, sit down, kind of catch up and see what happened. Like, oh, Zionana made up two strokes. Oh, Kristen Starr is back up two strokes. I'd go and do something else and sit and watch. That's more than likely how you would. Yeah, you would, and I, I would do it. I would do it, though. I would log in with my special login and – 
uh, use the DVR function that's offered to just some oh, of us. Oh, yeah. yeah. I would do that. You, I'm sorry you guys don't have that. I do. That's, <laughs> that's a, that'd be a hilarious so rumor. To, I don't know about you guys, but my login you don't, to DGN, yeah, that gives me DVR. Well, we pay the extra. Yes, that's, that's right. There's that's a right. secret DVR rate. That would be uh, funny. <laughs> uh, let, I'm going to get a text like in three seconds from Jeff Spring be like, don't spread that rumor, please. <laughs> I don't know. When I log in with my with my free subscription, I oh, can... that's, we should find like some totally remote, uh, you know, like that's really weird. I don't get it on the web, but when I log into my, you know. <laughs> My, when I log into my Blu-ray player and do it, I have a DVR function. Yeah. You just have to get the... God, I'm trying to think of the worst. When I run it through my Atari 2600, uh, it actually works. It only works if you go through a Symphonic VCR. <laughs> exactly. You got to use the RCA jacks, yeah, the, the, Just the RCA jacks make it work. You, the SVGA. you also have to be old to get a lot of those references. Uh, I will uh, talk quickly. Brad says, what do you guys do when a cringe ad on DGA com- DGN comes on at, uh, on after you mute it? To be fair, I don't, I don't, I had to search it out last night. There's one the, that everyone. The disc and balls? No. Oh, God, that's, sorry if they're a potential sponsor. It's super cringe. And I don't really? say the word can, cringe. Can we, can we watch it? I don't have access to it. Sorry. And then everyone seemed to be up in arms about a latitude auto-tuned oh, commercial. That, that one was a little annoying, but it was cute. And let me again say, even when I'm in the booth, like Philo and Ian were, we mute all the commercials. We don't. Yeah. To, the, to the talent. Using air quotes. Talent. To the talent, <laughs> which would be me sometimes. Uh, uh, so I have no idea what commercial everyone's talking about. So there's two. Com- I didn't watch anything from this weekend, and I was on the course and in the booth. So we're on the course and in. Uh, I don't mind the Lat sixty four one. Um, it's it's Jonathan, I believe, is his name, uh-huh. and then I don't know who the woman is. Okay, but they're just talking about the disc, and it's the Optoise, and it's an auto tune. It sounds kind of like an auto tune song. And they're talking about the Opto Ice, whatever it is, Orbit Opto Ice Orbit, I think, and. The first time I saw it, I'm like, oh, that's kind of cute. It's It doesn't take itself seriously. It's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. You see it again, you're like, all right, that's not bad. You see it a third time, and I believe the first three words of the commercial are, this is how. So I can't help but complete it when they hear, this is how. We do, do it. it. Yeah. it just, that's what runs in my head every time. This is how we do, even though that's not the way, the way the commercial goes. So it's, I understand people are getting annoyed with it. But it's a well-done, professionally-looking professional looking commercial. No big deal. Here, go go, I was just going to say, here's the question. If Latitude, in this case, wasn't the title sponsor and didn't have as many ad plays... Would it have been better received? Yes. And, and, and basically, because it was played so many times. I think it was played four times a day. Did it get more frustrating? Whereas if they were, I'll say like the Halal Guys gets p- played less because the Halal Guys wasn't the title sponsor of the weekend. So I'm guessing it got played more often because Latitude was, in fact, the title sponsor of this weekend's event. And had it been in a less... Played rotation, guess, would it have maybe hit better? I think technically it was played six times a day because if you watched FPO and MPO, I think it was played twice during each round okay, and then once during the uh, Tournament Central maybe. 
So if you watched a lot of golf, you saw it a lot. More but, than maybe a regular ad sponsor. Correct. Like they, it got more play than Canna did. It, it did, because I think Canna, get, Canna, my guess, has got played once during each round and maybe once during Tournament Central. Sure. It's a guess. I don't or know whatever. for sure. I don't, I don't have the ad run down. So, yes, I can understand how that would work. But, again, the, 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 the disc and balls. Mm. Commercial. I'm going to have to go seek it out now. D- oh, my God. I mean, let's be it fair. W- just like the board says, we're all talking about all these commercials. So, to some it degree, works. they worked. It works. Right? I don't know what disc and balls is selling. I know what. I, I think it's just a channel of some sort. Okay. Well, but, in the after-after after show, which you guys don't watch, we're gonna. I'll have to seek it out, and I'll go watch it. it. It's got a... I'm so sorry, Disc and Balls. It's got a horrible logo, and it it the commercial reminded me of the of the David Felberg commercial with the um, where he's pulling on the the pro pole the pro pole in comparison to the ads that are around it. Because at least, I mean, the pro pole. When you looked at that on on, on ESPN two or three, wherever we got played, you could tell that that was like a homemade ad. I get it. Fine, it's probably not it's color corrected. It, it's it's you could tell just by the look of it. That's how this commercial looked when it was surrounded by what I feel now are much more professional ads. You may not like the ads, but at least they have a quality to them. This looked like cable access commercial, mm. and I and I, I and it doesn't help that clearly they're going for some tongue in cheek when their logo is like a disc that's pointed up and two golf balls on it. Like, it looks like a penis, and that's the point. It, it's just a little cheesy. Okay. Uh, someone on the board says that was the whole point, though. Is, I, that, it's, is that it's horrible? Maybe. I, I, don't, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. what I, I cannot weigh in on this. I, mm, yeah. Because I, I literally have not seen it. Well, I'll, I'll see if we can fi- I can find it for you, Terry, um, at some point. But it was, it's just, it sticks out. Surrounded by our other commercials, because it's it, it, it feels like a commercial that I would that I could make, not that I would that I could make, and that is setting a low bar. So I, whatever I'm talking about it, what whatever yeah, they're doing, exactly it. whatever yeah. they're do, whatever they're doing, slightly worked. Okay. So that was talked about. Uh, one thing we didn't talk about in the regular show that was also of news is that. Uh, Nate Sexton's cash streak oh, came gosh, to an yeah. end. We did not. We did not talk. We did about not talk that. about it in the regular show. We had a lot of other stuff there. I poured. I poured one out for you, Nate. Yeah, just but Nate Sexton's uh, cash streak comes to an end. I don't know how much more we need to really then uh, go on it, but yeah, I, and, and 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 it was inevitable. He's, oh, of course, yeah. I mean, obviously, everyone's going to do it, but I was. Just, I'm thinking it was inevitable soon, just based on his age, the lack of playing that he's doing. Current play as of as of late, he's been flirting with that line a few times. Mm-hmm. Even though, and self a little bit self promotion here. I before every elite series event, I do the skip base podcast. I had Nate Sexton as a don't pick because I felt like he was going to perform poorly out here. The courses didn't seem to suit him with their distance. He's not been playing well. Even though last year he came out here and he took fifth or tenth, something like that. Whatever. Um, I have to go back and look through my notes, which I actually make for the other podcast. Um, it was just, it was coming. It was just coming. It was his, it was his time. It was a hell of a run and it's probably not going to be touched. Yeah. Just based on the competition level that we have these days. Uh, 
Nate started off like many of us in a, in a time where, you know, not that the competition was worse, but it was smaller. So there were, there were less guys fighting for that, for that top tier. It was a little bit easier to be up at the top competitively, but you still had to show up every week and he did. So I, I can't, I can't give him enough credit for the longevity of what he did. Yeah. The fact that it spanned, and I don't even think I realized it that until I saw a graphic recently that it did span 16 years mm -hmm. is, is, is a little bit borderline insane. I mean, it is such a testament to his consistency. So, uh, 155 events is that right uh, Something like i feel that? like it was more than that. i i, I think, don't know you yeah, think i would have the graphic handy as i talked about it and our, our current iron man now is joel freeman yeah is that with uh, like 56 or something that's what's being posted in our 54, chat but i don't trust our chat for anything like that. <laughs> so they're about as useful <laughs> as we are yeah they're just throwing out things Ooh, that brings me to the conversation i wanted to have with you great not disc golf related um Community related. All right. I was talking with somebody this weekend about communities or podcasts or YouTube channels or whatever. And this kind of got stemmed from the, uh, the Maria Brody incident. Okay. How responsible, in your opinion, are the leaders of a community? We'll say you and I the Smashbox community, for the community. So if you go out on social media and you bash something, Southwest, the PDGA, uh, uh, Burger King, and everyone in our community backs you up and starts bashing them as well, how responsible do you feel like you are in general for the community? And where, what do you feel is your responsibility as a community head? I, it's a tough question. It's 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 a no, philosophical. It, it, well, question. it is because there's oftentimes I've said that I I or we are just two guys with a couple of microphones, and you can take us as serious as you want. I mean, I it, it's a slippery slope because I don't I don't feel as responsible as others sometimes want to claim that I should be. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to say that because it, you know, I'm, I'm using it as a cop out, but I mean, there's obviously been a number of topics throughout the years that have come up. And oftentimes I've said, you know, we're just a couple of guys with a podcast that have been around for a while. Nobody owes us any form of, of, uh, I, don't, I don't want to say loyalty, uh, any form of putting us on any higher level. I, I don't think anyone. I prefer I, to be on a lower level so I'm the same height. I, I, yeah, I don't <laughs> feel entitled to anyone's respect. If you want to give it, great. But I don't feel entitled to anyone's. And if you want to either disagree and or completely dismiss something that we do or say, I'm personally okay with that. I'm, I'm more than okay with that. I hear a lot of dumb shit from a lot of people all the time. And I always think, well, I don't, I don't really need to care about their opinion on something. Uh, so how responsible? I don't, again, I feel like a lot more people put that responsibility, attach it more than even I want sometimes. I've said before on our podcast that I feel like 
the chat room and the discord and the community that you get the community you deserve. You get the community that you grow. You get the community that you, (laughs) that you earn all of that. And part of it this weekend or this past week, it did revolve around the Brody Maria incident, but that was just one of, I think three or four examples that we were talking about. I think we also discussed, you know, uh, a Paul Macbeth incident from a few years ago where he went on social media. You know, I, I believe he he had a, a let's say a hot take at the PDGA and a bunch of people got behind him. It felt like with Maria, obviously there was, I, I don't feel like it was handled well, probably from either side, to be honest, but there were still people from the foundation community that were poking at Maria or picking on her or attacking her after the fact, which I didn't like. And again, I I don't want to take any responsibility away from Maria because I I do feel like her response to me wasn't the most elegant response she could have responded with, but it's her social media and she can handle it the way she wants. I tend to agree a lot with what Maria Oliva says and believes on social media, but that's my own personal perspective. And I, I don't feel like we're responsible for individual users, but it's something I, I would really hope and something I kind of am trying to do myself is take what spot we have in the community more seriously. And I mean, if it's, it's very difficult to be, on social media in general these days, it feels like, because everybody is out to make a name for themselves. But I would hope that everybody as a head of a community realizes the weight that sometimes their voices have and try to keep it in a more positive manner. And if you do see, like if, if I were, if I said something online and I didn't realize the ramifications that it would have, and we see a bunch of, you know, our supporters or whatever attacking, even though, Again, I don't feel like our community does that in general, but if I did see that, I would hope that I would, as a person, try to squash that if I, if I felt like I started it. But you can't be responsible for every individual, clearly. If, you know, if, if Tim Courts, you know, if I say something and Tim Courts decides that he's going to go off on somebody, I, I don't, you know, in defense of us or something like that, I, I don't feel necessarily I'm responsible for, for each individual person. But I think as a group, Personally, I feel somewhat responsible for our community. Uh, yeah, to some degree, and I guess it all it it does come back to. I'll use some maybe even cheesier example of me saying, "Hey, I really don't care for airline X. This is my fifth time I've flown them this year. I really don't care for airline X. They suck." Uh, and, and maybe somebody agrees with my points or not, but here, and here's my three reasons why. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals. You can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. 
Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I'm clearly posting there to probably vent some frustration. Am I directly or indirectly asking for some resolution? Am am I responsible if then a hundred or five hundred or a thousand Twitter people go out and say airline X sucks and they're tagging them? That I right is that not kind of what you're asking? Is yes. At what point are you I responsible feel- or not, depending on what you've put out there? And I, I know it sounds silly. I think that's there's a little difference in that in that you're, I guess the term is punching up, you know you, you are you are uh, attacking mm. a, a faceless corporation, so to sure. speak, as versus an individual person. Yeah, and or, I think th- I think a great example of yeah. that maybe conversely would be when there was a conversation that took place earlier in the year about the spotter getting hit at Las Vegas Challenge, and and. You know, the, Drew had made a sweatshirt, for instance. He made a sweatshirt, and he was, you know, kind of trying to give a reference, as he was saying, to the idea of somebody getting hit. And and the event took it as, hey, you're you're attacking one of our volunteer spotters, and that was uncalled for. Mm-hmm. And so I think I'll just, and that's just one example uh, potentially out there. But there was a lot of then sides that were taken of both, you know, people attacking and accusing this spotter and and really giving him a hard time for getting in the way and being this, you know, person yeah. that was hit. And then there was a lot of people saying, "Hey, I don't really care with Drew. I don't care for Drew ripping on this kid and why are you being so tough on this spotter?" I think that's maybe a classic example of exactly what you're talking about. And then the question is and I'm not just trying to even sidestep us personally, but for any of us, yeah, where is that responsibility and, fall or lie? I, I don't know if it's an – clearly it's not an advantage, but right now it feels like it is that we, we have a smaller community than some other people, than Paul Macbeth. We have a smaller, community, we have a smaller community than Brody. We have a smaller Very community much so. than mm-hmm. Simon. You know, th- those people all – but, again, if, if Simon came out and, and more or less said, hey, I don't like X, Y, and Z, his name carries a lot of weight. And, Certainly. And could very well – push something in the not right way. And whether he, whether he realizes that or not, and again, Simon hasn't done anything. I know he made a post like a week, we talked about two weeks ago, but it wasn't really whatever. He just said what he did and didn't like about some things. And this has nothing to do with Simon. I just used him as an example. I would hope that people who have those communities can see that and, and work to cultivate a more positive uh, community or relationship with in general. And uh, yeah, and, and, and unfortunately, it's because it, it is really tough to do. Well, well it is because is going out and applauding or being positive about anything carries one one hundredth of yeah. the longevity and weight outrage culture. 
as opposed to outrage. Exactly. It's so much easier to go out and be outraged by anything, to rage tweet, to rage post or whatever. Uh, yeah, and this has been talked about on a larger scale of even within the PDGA and the Disc Golf Pro Tour. It's it's no secret that when somebody's frustrated with something, it's very easy for any one of us to go and make a post and say, oh, these tee pads suck, this basket yeah. sucks, this Page course it, sucks. U.S. Women's yeah, last year. Those types of things as opposed to saying, hey, let's maybe internalize this first. Let's let's try and, and bring this uh, to the to the powers that be first before going straight, you know, to, to social media, because we all know that uh, there's always going to be a skewed perception of how things are handled. And and uh, this is just another kind of random example I saw, and it very much got my gears turning yesterday. Is I saw Haley King make a post and say, "Hey, this this local char, I think it was a local Charlotte guy. This local Charlotte guy." basically took my money and hasn't completed my van. And does anybody now just want to buy my half done van? A bunch of supplies are here. Here's the van. Here's the cost. It's something I'm, I'm essentially over. I'm done with it. And then you read all of the posts that came after that. And naturally there was a ton of people going after this guy Mm -hmm. saying, Hey, you know, make this right. Or what the F are you doing? And, and so on and so forth. And then eventually 20 replies later, he has his side in which he explains, here's what happened, here's the predicament I'm in, and so on and so forth. Now, clearly, she got to a point where she was frustrated. And wanted to go public. And then wanted to go public to to make a more public statement of this. I'm sure there were lots of exchanges that were privately and maybe... Try to force a hand. Yeah, maybe that's what forced a hand. So... Uh, we've all done it, I think. Uh, oh yeah. I, I, so I'm, I'm not. I'm not. You know, trying. I'm just I'm saying that's. I literally it. saw that yesterday, and clearly that's where some of the the the. I don't want to call it just even embar- public embarrassment, but that's where some of this. Uh, that's where sometimes it can be good to force a hand to get something rectified. Mm-hmm. Is a little bit of public uh, shaming, shaming, and or just even public knowledge, but uh, we've also seen it backfire. For some people, when you make a post that states your claim, and then, and this happens in the feedback group a lot uh, for buying and selling on Facebook with this, somebody will make a post and be like, here's my case, I'm laying it out, and so-and-so is a terrible human and a terrible person, and don't buy or sell or trade with them. And then everyone's like, wait, well, you just explained, you're in the wrong, you idiot, and it, <laughs> and it, and it leads to them. Uh, yeah, you know, you know, as they say, there's, what, three sides to every story? Yeah. So I, There's a whole Reddit uh channel i think that's called like am i the a-hole or something and they sure. they post their story and it's like am i the am i the a-hole but i find that funny uh just be nicer to everyone on social media be, ni- be nice uh, wow if, if that's Never not been. yelling in a vacuum I it is it really is. is i know it's uh, and i do i uh, i certainly can appreciate the sentiment and i mean let's let's be Here's what I find funny about it is oftentimes, though, you will see or hear someone saying, I don't understand the hate or the backlash or the this or the that. And like you said, you get the community you deserve. And if if you if you have nothing but hot takes, hot, I always I love to use in air quotes, you have nothing but hot takes and or you love to be a jerk. Just you just got to know that you're you're playing with fire and you should expect that sometimes that's not going to be in your favor. You're walking so, on a razor blade. <laughs> yeah, you really are. And I think that happens uh, as well. So, Okay. 
cool beans. Mm-hmm. Let's give something away, Terry Miller. Patreon.com slash Smashbox TV. If you want to be part of our awesome community, you can do that at Patreon.com slash Smashbox TV. For as little as a dollar a month, you can be part of the ever-expanding and growing Smashbox community and be eligible for our giveaways. Tonight, we're going to give away two different things, one of which will be a disc member box, which I just got in the mail today. Sweet. Yeah, pretty awesome. I don't know what's in it. I haven't, uh, I haven't, I haven't sniffed it yet. Mm-hmm. You know, it good, dude. I just sniffed Johnny, but I didn't find out what was in the box. Didn't Ooh. do me any good. No, um, that's gross. And <laughs> you weren't looking. <laughs> that's true. And a disc out of Terry Miller's bag, right out of it. Just gonna pull one out. He's not going to, but he will give you something out of his collection. I will give you a brand new Skyline Classic Ooh. disc. Still, I, I mean, I have eight different molds that were stamped up. <laughs> By Discraft, not me, so they're legal. Sure, legal. Legal. Uh, so, yes, we will we'll get one of those sent out to you. Oh, hey, and quit being an, an inconsiderate asshole when you go get your luggage at the luggage rack. Uh, I'm sorry, the luggage cart thing, carousel, and you stand right in front of everybody. And you're just standing. Why do people do that? Because they want to have... They don't want to fight through the crowd when they see someone get there. Like I just, I don't. Everyone, take three steps back, and then when you see, and your then stuff, hover and linger, and take, then take when you see your stuff come, take then two move steps to forward, the front, grab, grab your. Why is that so? Di- how can I say that? How can hundreds of other people think that yet almost it's, never see it play out that way? I'm guessing. Why? I'm guessing it. They're the exact same people that the minute the plane lands, they stand up, even if. I, like I get everyone stretching their legs, but some people are not doing it just to stretch their legs. Yeah, if you're doing it to stretch your legs, I get it. I don't. I. I I've. Although I don't. Think, I'm okay. I don't think that's necessary for most. For 95 percent of the people in a population. But at, but even at least you're not getting. If you're not getting in someone else's way, then I don't really care. It's it's when the people are hovering. They're like they have their toes up against the freaking airport luggage carousel, and they're glued to it. I just think. Because you know what's going to happen? I'm going to stand three feet back, and then the second I see my bag coming, or the bag gets close, I don't, not the second I see it, when the bag gets close to wherever I am, I have to say, excuse me, excuse me, and I say it louder and louder each time. You can't just take like one step to the right and wait. No, because there's them. there's a line of idiots. There's, there's a line of people. It's, they, they barricade. They make oh, a barricade oh, would, of idiots standing I know there, and rude. I loudly have to say, excuse me, excuse, if you just backed off, maybe I could get to this. I wouldn't even say excuse me. I just kind of push my way in arm and pull it and if God. i hit somebody on the way out oh well it gets me so fired up because it's so obvious it is and if you want more of these hot takes patreon.com slash matchbox tv uh terry we have 139 people eligible for our giveaway tonight uh what number would you the like? first luggage cart idiot standing there in line first look right, per- so person we very, pull up don't be that person one. don't be this person unless you want to win then you can be person number Whoa, 138 wow. it was sorted by email address tonight uh, you know who I saw, who was on my plane the other night? One thirty. I took the red eye out of Portland the other night. Andrew Presnell on my oh, plane. He didn't win tonight. Zach Webb won tonight. Zach. Zach Webb is one thirty eight. Congratulations, I Zach Webb. I love it. So you are our first winner. Um, you are going to get the disc member disc in a box. Oh yeah, we get two of them tonight. Yeah, we're going to give away. We're going to. I did. Just, I'm glad you listened, Terry. I didn't. <laughs> I know. It's okay. You don't have to listen. You just have to be here. So our next giveaway, Terry, what is the number? How many, how many, 
how many pulls on the slot? The next, machine? the next one, and it's funny because I was just thinking that I feel like I would if I went to an airport tomorrow and my luggage was at still least fourteen year old daughter, maybe my twelve year old too. My fourteen year old daughter and I, we we who's only been on a few planes, she's been on a couple. If we went to the luggage area and I didn't say a word, we just stood there. I think she would say the same damn thing. That would make sense, yeah. She would say, Why are all these people standing right I, I just I feel <laughs> maybe maybe it just uh proves I'm um, that you're raising good children. <laughs> that I'm raising that that they're uh too close too close to being like me. I don't know, but I feel like as a as a, a occasionally traveled child, young adult, I think she would r- arrive at that conclusion. She'd probably verbalize it too. She, I could just hear her say. I think my why, son would probably say the same thing. Wh- but why are they standing? Only because there? he'd be too like not aggressive to go stand up there. I think he's more of a like I'm going to sit back and wait and watch for my stuff. But well, thankfully I, he could see over everybody. But yeah, too. My, my, <laughs> he could literally look over everybody. All right, our very next number we're drawing, says Terry, is 130. Wow. High numbers tonight. Big High times. numbers. So number 130 is going to get a disc from Terry, and that is, oh, we're, you're, it's not you, Tim Quartz. Sorry. Close. Timothy Donegan. Timothy Donegan. Love Although, it. Tim, you were close, though. You were close. Is it, does Timothy Quartz email? Yeah, yeah, it probably starts. Yeah, it starts with a T. Does wow, that's clever. All right, but you're not a winner, no, Tim Quartz. You're not a winner. Winner in my yeah, because you're here every Tuesday, but not a winner when it comes to the but yeah, not a Patreon winner though. Not tonight. <laughs> uh, Tim Quartz says, "Now I'm unsubbing." <laughs> All right, sounds good. Unsub, just stay a Patreon subscriber. <laughs> Unsub from us on YouTube. I don't care. <laughs> Uh, RDB, sorry, you're uh, you're not Timmy D strikes again. I don't, I don't, that's not a regular. Yeah. And yes, Clayton, uh, we realize that you are also disc blaster. Um, um, you're not tricking anybody uh, by logging in, in under that username instead. Just so you know. And yes, disc blaster, I do realize how ridiculous you are by almost every time after a video is posted, you're one of only a few comments and it's always some stupid terrible take uh on the on the rerun of the show as well. The last time Tim Donegan won was March 31st of 2020. So congratulations Timmy D. COVID bro. COVID bro. <laughs> RDB says I'm not even on the list. Maybe I don't know if you are or aren't, but who is it? RDB says uh, are you a okay. Patreon supporter? Uh, I'm guessing they're proclaiming <laughs> that they're not. So, yes, it would be difficult. It would be difficult if you're not on the list and you didn't go to, uh, oh, God, this is a whole other subject, smashbox.tv slash weekly giveaways. So there was a little bit of hubbub about the Disc Golf Pro Tour giveaway. So okay. they're using the Jomez Patreon now that they've purchased Patreon. Or they purchased Jomez. They didn't purchase Patreon. They purchased hmm. Jomez. And they're using the Jomez Patreon to give away a gold the, the, super VIP pass. Gold, oh, shoot. Which we have something else to talk about. Go on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right at the lit- end of the after literally, show. Literally sent us to us. Sorry. Yeah. Um, 
But there were some posts that, and rightfully so, one of the reasons why we offer it for free is because the Patreon terms of service say you can't do a raffle like that. You can't give away a prize based solely on someone's subscription to your Patreon because they don't want it to become a raffle. So technically, what the Pro Tour is doing is breaking Patreon's terms of service unless they allow another way of entry. Just so send a self-addressed uh, stamp S-A-S-E yep. to, to someone. So I, I saw some chatter about that last week as far as whether or not, you know, which I, I don't know what the Pro Tour is doing as far as that, but if uh, I, I would personally say Joe Miss Patreon is a pretty substantial chunk of money, I wouldn't do anything to risk that chunk of money with Patreon. And I would find a way to become in compliance with that. But thankfully, Smashbox TV reads all the terms of services. And we knew better from the start, which is why we always go. You can go to smashbox.tv slash weekly giveaways. And just every week you need to enter and you'll be eligible for our giveaways as well. So thank you. Get on it. All right. Speaking of other uh, special, we'll, we'll, we'll use the industry term here, activations and other things that can be involved. One, Steve Dodge sent us an email today, and he said that we could talk about this, even though we entirely forgot to until just a moment ago. They are offering up the Maple Hill. This is not a paid ad either. We should probably get out of this. Uh, They're offering up the Maple Hill. He paid me. I don't know about you. Insider Pass. (laughs) The closest you can get without playing. We have compiled a complete Worcester vacation mixed in some amazing meet and greets and put them together in the optimal viewing experience for the MVP Open presented by OTB Dis. It's time to enjoy Maple, as you've always dreamed, lodging and local transportation not included. $1,000 per person, 20 spots available at the max, uh, $200 per dedicated upper-level parking lot, 16 spots max. Okay, uh, long story short, this is like the ultimate, just like it's called, Insider Pass, uh, it talks about the goodies. You get dedicated concierge service, dedicated personal parking spaces, one page ad in the spectator guide, uh, Maple Hill cooler chair, Maple Hill after dark glow glitch, 20th anniversary commemorative hoodie, tournament disc signed by each person of the lead card in MPO and FPO. So you get all of those things, and then you get carted around the course. You're part, you get special seating at the eight holes. Uh, it goes on and on for all four days. I'm going to put the link in the chat because I know that's where everybody will look for this later, but the links in the chat. Um, yeah, it's out there. It's available. It sounds pretty cool. There's, a uh, all sorts of things, meet and greets that are available. Oh, a Woo Sox game, Skybox, and food included. Ooh. Holy cow. They're giving a away a lot greet. of stuff. Yeah. The sap house balcony watching and the lead card finishing. What? Million dollar shot VIP seating, a gold ticket. Wait, I don't get it. I don't get the shot at the million dollar brewery <laughs> tour and tasting. Another meet and greet. Holy cow! Does that include a hug with Steve Dodge? Ah, that's five thousand extra. Um, yeah, he gives away those pretty. There, this is incredible. Honestly, this looks really cool. I, we make no commission yet on this selling. He did send me a birdie pro box you game before, but well before this was announced. So I just want to say I, I'm, I'm trying to work on getting the family to play birdie pro pretty soon. So I technically, I, I want to make sure that that's out in the open, that I am a paid shill. Wow, that is uh, – anyway, it's very cool. 
the links there. I'll try and link it at other places. I'll probably uh, talk more about it in uh, some other capacities uh, and and help push it because Maple Hill is truly one of the coolest places on on earth for uh, disc golf. Honored I've been able to stay there and stay on site at Steve Dodge's house in some very yeah. cramped quarters. Yeah, I will not be there this year, which is disappointing. I will be I will be calling the shots from Bend, Oregon. So I will not be there. Uh fun banner goobers. I need more funny banter and less goobers following them around. Um nobody watches anything live. Oh yeah, yeah, that, that definitely doesn't happen. Uh and Catan has met its match. I love balcony watching. Cool. Yeah, the balcony is a really cool place to watch uh, Maple Hill from. It's, it's just being the, in the sap house was was awesome. Yeah. Uh, do we have anything else? I know there's something else I'm thinking of that uh, I am honored real quick that uh, next week. Yeah, I guess it'll happen before the show next week. But yeah, uh, next week I'm working with a chapter of the Wisconsin Epilepsy um organization where i'll be doing a uh camp uh instruction with about 32 kids uh that are going to be at they're going to be at a camp and um introducing them to disc golf there's a, actually a course on that camp so they'll get some basics of disc golf and then they'll go out and play the the course that's available to them and i think when it's all said and done there's 32 different kids uh, i did this three or four years ago before COVID and uh, they've asked me to come back. And so every kid will get a disc, they'll get some instruction and then we'll get to play some disc golf. This has been, this is nothing new in terms of in my wheelhouse of my career in the last few years, but we solidified the details today. So next Tuesday morning is when it'll happen. And then I'll drive back and I'll be home. It's a couple hours from, from here where I live. Uh, So I'll be able to drive back and be here for the show. Um. (laughs) Quick update on my, I know I asked a couple weeks ago if I was a bad parent because I'm. Uh, yes. I'm, the answer is probably yes. Because uh, my son's taking a disc golf class. Mm. And so he has been poking and prodding the teacher a little bit about what he knows about disc golf. Because I think my son <laughs> probably knows just as much as him uh, as far as community wise. And today I found out uh, that the guy, the teacher watches a little bit of live when he can, but he he's more of a post-production guy. And that's mm. great. Mm. And. I asked my son today, I was like, so, because uh, they do it once a week. It's like, uh, how's class going? What did, what did they try to teach you today? He's like, well, we learned, uh, we learned forehand. I'm like, this is the second class, by the way. Last week they did putting. So they're teaching forehand first, okay. before backhand. He's like, and rollers. I was like, that's what I said, too. I, I shook my head like, wait, he's teaching you rollers? I'm like, your second class? He's like, yeah, it's just like a forehand, but you throw it into the ground. Like, oh my lord! I'm like, okay, I guess it's kind of that. He's like, I'm like, not the way I would do it, but I suppose if you're teaching like a that motion, maybe I'm like, I wouldn't give someone an option to do that. And then he told me he's like, yeah, the last class we're gonna go to over some some little course, and I was like, Ozland. He's like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. Terry put that in years ago, and he's like, really? And I was like, yeah. Yeah, Terry designed and put that course in the ground with Did all the fundraising within the fundraising Mixed concrete, all that stuff. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, and he's like, Oh cool. Maybe I'll tell the teacher that I know the guy who put the course in I'm like, all right, you do, you do whatever you want to, bud. Mm. But I was shocked that they were teaching him forehand rollers on day two. I was like, 
Ah, oh, kid. That's, that's a different curriculum. It that's, is a different curriculum, that's for we sure. All, we all get there different ways, but four-hand rollers <laughs> are not on day two's no. curriculum agenda. Not but. before backhands. I don't think they've taught them backhands yet. <laughs> huh. Uh, I, I hope they hope, I hope they learn tomahawks next. I mean, week. it'd only be better if they were playing in winter. <laughs> uh, that is uh, that is interesting. I, I and I'm not suggesting you shouldn't. It shouldn't be taught, or it's not a oh, value. No, it just, of course, but yeah, it, that just is. That doesn't seem like the learning level that I would no, go with. No, I mean, I if only they would have opened with uh, overhands. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, huh. uh, they won scubers. Yeah. And- uh, and I, what's after the forehand roller? Chicken wings, <laughs> right? Uh, here's here. And here's Calvin's, step putting from Circle Three. <laughs> who wants to learn Calvin's basketball shot today? Uh, uh, yes, teach him to putt three inches away. Well, I'm hoping ball. next week is uh, is Bushnell distances. Yes. Like, from, oh my God! 30, Save 30, that one for next week because I'm sick of it. Thirty-five I'm and so. Uh, I'm not sick of them. I love Bush now. I love the process. I love the product. I love everything. I love it within 30 seconds. And if you're exceeding that, then F you. Stop doing that. Uh, if if Bushnelling is taking you out of your 30-second allotted time frame, I don't like you for doing it. I have no problem with the products. I love the product. I love the concept. Do it earlier. Do it earlier. Um, I'll, I should repeat that every week. Uh, please don't. Might. Ray asks, what are your actual thoughts on the live PGA situation? I don't know anything about it, damn it. So uh, I, I, I did a little bit of research, and it's funny. I've watched a couple videos of people's reactions and whatnot. Um, it's really funny to see the flip of a coin, so to speak, or that seems to make it sound more random, uh, the turning of a page for the PGA when a year ago or so they were saying something like, well, you know, the live golf is more or less sports washing and you've never had to, have you ever had to apologize for being on the PGA tour? No, but you know, these people are obviously, you know, especially like the, uh, a, a lot of, I think there's like a nine 11 group that was formed to uh, protest this particular, mm. the live golf because it's a bunch of Saudi money. And so now when the Saudis show up with boatloads of cash and they're looking at the PGA and they're saying, for the good of golf, let's work together. Even though I think a lot of it is moolah, suddenly the PGA is a little tight-lipped on that because mm. I think they're happy to accept the money. Yeah, I, money I, talks. I, Anybody can be bought out. Isn't that what you said earlier? Yeah, yeah. You, for the right price, the right price, you get someone to say or do anything. For the most part, um, I don't know what's going to happen with it. It's going to be interesting to see the how they take the live tour because they're taking. They're quote unquote finding a way for all these players that signed with the live contract to also now be back on the PGA tour if they want, I believe, mm. to see how that how they all work together. If they're just going to kind of buy out the live tour and it's going to get shuffled away and be a, a tour of nobody, no names. And somebody made the joke like, even though he doesn't need the money, how how bad do you think Tiger Woods feels when he turned down a billion dollars? I believe it was or. I think it was a billion dollars in order to be on the live tour just like 24 months or, or sorry, 12 months ago mm-hmm. when then he could have been like 12 months later been like, I'm back, baby. Yeah. But he doesn't need the money. That's it's just, just it. It's like, like at some point, even, you know, when you're rich enough, maybe you can't be bought. 
because yeah. because you have all the money you want. But I I want to get to that problem. I would like, love. I want to be so rich that I wouldn't have. I wouldn't compromise my morals. <laughs> You're pretty easy though, Terry. But I think to get rich, you have to compromise probably my morals. Damn more, it, more than likely. I don't what know. a conundrum. We'll, we'll see over the next year or two what happens with uh, Live PGA, and there's there's like some small third party golf tour that was included in that. I don't even. I think the uh, it might be the Euro PGA tour. <laughs> I, I don't know. They're not. They're they're literally smaller, I think, than Live even. So and Live is pretty. Big. The Skip Ace Tour is coming through. Coming through. All right. We've been coming through enough on your ears, so I appreciate all of you guys for joining us. Johnny kind of does too. I do something. I appreciate everybody. I appreciate all of our community, even the d bags. I appreciate them because they they're listening and they're giving me the chance to turn them into non d bags. <laughs> Is Unless they think pressure. I'm a D-bag, which yeah. sometimes I am. Sometimes you are. We appreciate you guys. Thanks for joining us tonight. Again, thanks to Adam Hammes for joining us on the regular show. Thank you to all our Smashies. Thank you to everyone that super chatted. You guys are trying to revive that, and we're here for it. We'll take it. We appreciate all of that. Thank you, guys. We'll see you next week for 459s. For now, that's 458s after show. We'll see you next week when you step inside the Smashbox. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.